the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. None of these guys that talk about the government controlling the weather tells how it's done. There's nothing big enough by man that can control the hurricane. Let's be realistic. And of course, they'll never tell you how it's done because it can't be done. All right. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hour two here in... in, uh Last hour, in case you're wondering why that what that caller was about, that was somebody who called in on our 24-hour hotline number during the show, and that number is 844-814-5227. And that caller was responding to the interview that we did with Jane Wigington last hour in the show, in which he discussed the topic of, excuse me, I was eating a little snack during the break, Covert climate engineering operations, and uh, the uh, and, and he basically what Dane did was basically give an overview of what the government's operations were, and even quoted Lyndon Johnson talking about the these methods and talking about not, uh, the the idea, the goal of it, and the motivations behind it. We didn't have time in a ten minute interview to get into all the the science behind Dane's uh, assertions. But you can, and particularly, and, and, and I know I get it. You know, I get the idea of control a hurricane. You kidding me? How in the world can we do that? Is there any way to do that? Well, you know what? Before you say no, how about we, we go, and I'm going to check it out myself, geoengineeringwatch.org, geoengineeringwatch.org. They've got a documentary film called The Dimming, which is on YouTube. You can also go to... um well, his show is every Saturday, 4 to 5 p.m. here on The Answer San Diego, and the show is Global Alert News. This is a guy with many years of experience in, in uh, the solar engineering company. In fact, he says here that his personal residence was featured on, as a cover article of the world's largest renewable energy magazine, Home Power. I mean, this dude is well-respected in the climate change community, right? And he actually believes that we got an issue with the climate. And he posts a lot of, I've done a deep dive through his website. I've had him on my show numerous times. If, if you don't believe any of this stuff, like he even says, he wants you to check it out yourself. It's on the website. Lots of facts there. And 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 I thank you for calling uh, caller for this because I think it's important that he did because what did we what, what did we talk about with Dane? What did we talk about with Anju who called in the last segment of the show? The fact that the American people don't want to believe that the greatest country in the history of the in the world in the history of the world is corrupt enough to be doing what they're doing. There's people now that don't want to believe the truth that's already out there. I mean, our government, the CDC already already admitted these are not vaccines. They don't stop you from getting and giving it. 
They've even come out and said, you don't need to wear a mask anywhere and don't treat the unjabbed any differently than the jabbed. And yet we still have people out there that think that these shots work, right? Because they don't want to believe our own government is telling you that it, that it was crap. And how many people died when they knew it was crap? What does that tell you? Connect the dots. I get it. No, it, it's taken me a long time. Ten years ago, I was concerned. I've been concerned since I was a teenager about uh, the push for communism in the country and also the intersection uh, between that and I- I- Isla- the Islamist movement here. But I... Ne- I Never really thought in terms of the, the corruption going on in our government. To, I didn't see what we would see it, Andrea, in our lifetime. I'd, yeah. I mean, we all know if those of us that, that believe in the end times and, and, and the Bible and all that, we, we, can, we predicted some of the stuff that's, that's currently happening now and we understand what's going to happen down the road. But if you had asked me even 10 years ago, do I think that the U.S. government would be intentionally killing people uh, through shots for power and for money, I would have said no. That's that that no. Um, But I actually believe that we've got to stop when the evidence is right here in front of your face. It just goes to show that it's easier to con people than to convince them that we've been that we that they've been conned. And we have to be willing to at least see the evidence instead of just believing uh, instead of just believing what anybody says. We're not we're not here to tell you to just believe outright what Dane Wigington is saying. We're saying we're saying go investigate it. See what he's got to say. Right? Hear him out. Look at his data. And then if you think he's a kook, you think he's a kook. It sounds like we've got another caller on the line who wants yeah, to Francisca wait. is actually calling in on this current topic. Oh, oh, I hope that's the same uh Francisca that we know and love. He- Hello, my dear. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. You know, the, this is one thing that uh, about the weather that caught my attention because I hear it from the mouth of uh, Carl Schwab. So when you go and look for or look at the website, you can hear it from his mouth. And actually, Bill Gates is also there. The, it, it, it looks like somebody's interviewing them. And then he, uh, this is Bill Gates says, oh, well, the came trails is just like a blanket on the sky. And then, uh, because we're so worried about the planet, like warming the uh, planet. And then, uh, um, Bill, uh, Carl Schwab added, it is huge bubbles of, uh, you know, like a big blanket the size of Brazil to protect the planet from the warming up. By year 2050, we shall have the planet uh, net zero. To me, see, I follow these rules about Marxist, uh, uh, anti-social communist. Because they always do the same thing. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm, we're just listening. Go on. Okay. So, so, um, so uh, that I never forget. Never forget because they never change. When they tell you something, it's just the opposite. So right. when I hear them, I say yes, this is climate destruction. When they say climate change, is because they're actually uh, Obama said that, Ocasio said that. You go to the website of the United Nations. They also tell us we have to destroy everything to build everything. So the climate, it, it has to be destroyed. So when I hear them, I go like, a, oh, really? So this is 2019. And here in San Diego, I saw one plane, two planes, three planes, uh, you know, covering the whole sky. And then I was asking people, what is it? Everybody still tell us because there's no blue that we can see it. But when you go and see the weather, 
you know, China 2019, they have huge uh, amount of weather, uh, rain. I mean, the weather, the, the rain was just like a huge, so much that they have to, you know, tons of stuff in in uh, Saudi Arabia. In those countries where it doesn't rain, it rains. That's one thing. The other thing is that then I keep on asking, okay, so actually look at the whole world, how is that they are destroying the weather? Mm-hmm. So what is the, that when they put the chem, chem stuff on the sky, how would it affect us? Because this uh, girlfriend that I have in Mexico City was telling me that uh, when I was telling her, do you see this thing? And they said, you know, if the rain is like acid, look at the trees. And mm-hmm. she, was, she was saying, like, it looks like they want to destroy the plants. And that's yeah. when I get it. Remember, they always say the opposite. So look at the World, Heri- uh, I mean, World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab, you said, yeah, we're we're about to have to take a break in a second. Go ahead. What to do? What to do is my question is, please call them right now, because this is this is the winter that they're talking about the heart because they are going to prolong the winter so long because of the stuff that they put on the sky. So we need to get together to start collecting first of all to me i want to make every democrat republican responsible for not doing anything we need to move them in order to stop them right because we don't even question them right well you you know what you know one of the things you a couple of things you said and then we're going to have to say goodbye Francisca because we're coming up on a break here but a couple of things you said first of all you're one of our you're one of our listeners who always is able to connect the dots between every issue that's going on and the global reset the great reset the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum plans for the world and the second point that you said is so true everything they say whatever they say they're for the it's opposite. it's the opposite so if they're telling you that they they're the ones that care about the environment and the, the actions that they're taking are about preserving the planet. It's the opposite, right? And you got it, Toyota. <laughs> what's that? You got it, Toyota. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the rhythm of the you know commercial. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, Toyota. <laughs> you got it, Toyota. That's a good jingle. Yeah. That is a great jingle. Yeah. I had forgotten about yeah. that. You. Got- Yeah. Well, Francisca, we love you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you very much. Okay. Speaking of jingles, before we go, um, listener Sandy called in Dr. Pepper commercials. Remember the I'm a pepper, you're a pepper? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. um, Here's the I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be Be a a pepper pepper too? too? Right. And 70s commercials with David Naughton. He also sings the disco song, Making It. I don't remember making it. I remember that. I don't remember that. We'll have to Google that during the break. I love when we go off on these side tangents that have to do with pop culture. <laughs> it's always a brighter, happier mood. Yeah. And also, in addition to jingles, it used to be TV shows had great theme songs, too. They did. The the, the new ones, not so much anymore. No. It got to where, like, situation comedies and... What's your favorite even... TV theme? Oh. Mine still always is Cheers. I, I love the theme song to Cheers. Um... Let me think of the word. Dun, 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 dun. Um, family Ties. That's a good show. Guess we've been oh, together for a million years. I guess we'll be together for a million more. I can hear it in my head. Yeah. What's the, what's the rest of it? He just had a reunion with, uh, with Christopher Lloyd. Oh, that's right. Oh, my TV. gosh. What's his name? Um, he's so Michael J. Fox. He just had a... I'm going to have to Google the song now. Who rem- I, I don't remember the words and what, or what the name of it is. Um. 
Family ties. No, but the the jingle. Uh, there was actually a name for it. Oh well, I'll and, look it up. Yeah, the break. we're gonna look it up. All right, we're gonna take a break. We come back more of the Andrea K show on the other side as we talk about saving the world from the Great Reset and TV theme songs and jingles. <laughs> 888-344-1170. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Oh, am I back? <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. We've just gone way off course here. I thought I was going to catch you in a singing sensation moment. I was just about, I was singing, I was. I, I couldn't remember the uh, sitcom, uh, the theme song from Growing Pains, and I remembered I loved it, so um, I was just listening to that during the, what a great, that's TV was so wholesome. Whole, the 80s, the sitcoms were so wholesome, oh, a lot of them. Right, and you know, it just, you, you compare, and that really wasn't that long ago, right? You compare America now versus the 80s and even the 90s, right? And some of our sitcoms. What were some of the sitcoms in the 90s? Friends? I mean, Friends was... Friends, Married with Children. Friends, Married... Even Married with tr- Children, as risque as that that the idea was. I mean, when you think about Kelly, was that her name? Uh, the daughter on the show. I mean, it was still... It was... I mean, it was rated g compared to what we've got going on today so yeah so this just makes me want to maybe do some binge watching of some good old-fashioned tv shows where moms you know, when and, i watch tv yeah. Andrea, tv shows i'm more pulling out my old dvds from the 80s than watching the new stuff mm-hmm. i did start to see a trend i didn't like um going into sitcoms with families where it was smart-mouthed kids the dad was portrayed as an idiot yep Mom was strident and harsh. Stay-at-home moms in particular. I didn't like... That's why I didn't like the uh, home improvement. I love Tim Allen. I think he's hilarious. But the premise of the show with the wise mouth, smart mouth... I don't like... I don't want to see smart mouth kids. A a little bit of... What Family Ties and and Growing Pains did a magnificent job with showing like the little blonde girl was a little... She was precocious. There's a difference between precocious and a kid that you want to smack, right? Who's just just being disrespectful. There's a difference between precocious and disrespectful. And Elise Keaton was never portrayed. She was portrayed as a smart woman, architect, who decided to stay home with her family, then went back to work. She was never harsh, strident. She wasn't a shrew. Neither was Claire Huxtable. Brilliant attorney, right? Never, never care. She was never characterized as me as mean, you know, shrew like woman. And the husbands in those in those shows were never portrayed as dumb Neanderthal idiots that the wives were dragging through life. So I don't know. Sorry, sorry, listeners, if you don't appreciate our TV land stuff. But um, anyway. Reminiscing on a time oh, gone the by. Good old days. Um, shall we reminisce on the good old days when AOC first hit the scene? How's <laughs> <laughs> that, that for a segue? <laughs> because it's interesting. Um, because one of the things that is kind of classic in our culture is how we might rush immediately to put somebody up on a pedestal. And then when they don't necessarily uh, live up to the hype and the expectation, suddenly they get torn down. Is that what you think happened when AOC uh, was shouted down by some protesters in the Bronx? Interesting, because she seemed like, what the huh? Like, I'm AOC. Like, I'm supposed to be, 
you know, um, I'm supposed to be, you know, the queen. Isn't that what kids call it? Uh, women are all now queen. Oh, yes, queen. Isn't that what it is? Um, well, she was she was treated like she had stepped in something stinky. <laughs> Please play clip five. There will be no neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send money to Ukrainian Nazis. You're a coward. You're a progressive socialist. Where are you against the war mobilization? He's telling the right truth. You have done nothing. Tulsi Gabbard has shown guts where you've shown cowardice. I believed in you, and you became the very thing you sought to fight against. That's what you've become. You are the establishment, and you are the reason why everybody will end up in a nuclear war unless you choose to stand up right now and denounce the Democratic Party. Mic drop. Wow. He went on to say, will you do that? Yes or no? I don't think she said yes. Isn't it interesting? This man was, wow. Um, For me, it's the clip of the day. uh, Absolutely. This dude is in the running for Hero of the Week for tomorrow night. Easily, You think about, and it might have been because he was shouting a little bit, um, you, you, it might have missed some of the, so let's pick this apart. Let's unpack this, as the cool kids say, because it was absolutely extraordinary. Um, uh, I'm not sure where the neighbor thing came about. She must have been, you know, trying to trying to do the old tired, sad, pathetic, hypocritical, disingenuous, I'm here because I care about, you know, the community and we all got to take care of our neighbors kinds of crap, you know, trying to pretend like she's J-Lo from the block, right? Grew up and she didn't grow up in Bronx. But anyway, she's trying to play that J-Lo from the block role, right? We can see that. And this dude's just like, he wasn't having it because, you know, it, it, you know, I can remember the Democrat Party just recently uh, blaming uh, the Republican Party for us being warmongers and these neocons taking us into war and they kind of had a point right it was donald trump who finally came out and said we had no business going in iraq we had no business going in afghanistan let me just ask you the point blank question how many wars did donald trump get us into yeah none right so it was the democrats that were so although the reality is and what this man is saying is he believed her when she hit the scene he's in uh, one way he's not a hero because basically he's busting her for not being the socialist that he thought he was voting for However, and and she's clearly and she and and clearly what he's saying is because these socialists they're supposed to be um, uh, the the peace knickers the we're we're not we're not worrying about what's happening with anybody else because we want our hand in other people's pockets we need to be we need to be spending our time and going after the one percenters here and we don't care what happens with the rest of the world that's supposed to be you know what the socialists are about right it's supposed to be about the domestic agenda and one hundred percent be about transforming America into their communist society right it's not supposed to be about Uh, trying to, you know, save the world from, you know, or preserve freedoms anywhere. Um, So first of all, he's right to bust her on the fact that she's a fraud, that she's not at all what she pretended to be. The second thing he's talking about is, is that she is the establishment and that the Democrat Party, he doesn't really get into the why of that, but he's calling her out for the fact that the Democrat Party with the establishment Republicans are pretty much doing everything they could do to get us into nuclear war. Which is why it was extraordinary for Tulsi Gabbard to come out. I still have questions. I still don't trust Tulsi Gabbard, but I'll take her. I'll take anybody that's going to help the Republican Party at this point, because one of the reasons why and that he didn't get into it, um, I'm not sure how how long it went on here, um, but the reason why 
they're doing this is it's all a part of the Great Reset. It's all a part about the World Economic Forum, which is not traditional socialism. It's not it's not the traditional socialist model that the Democrat Party here thought that they were buying into. And that was bad enough. Right. But they also want to get us close to nuclear war because we're 30 days, less than 30 days from a midterm election. And man, if they can if they can use war as a way to um, rally America behind the Democrat Party or delay elections, just flat out say suspend it, suspend elections, the, the, the midterm right now, if you understand that the entire Point and everything that the Democrats do is about amassing more and more and more power, then you have to think that that's what's behind their push to get us into a dangerous position with nuclear war. Anything between now and November 2nd, look to the election. It's all about the election. It's all about the election. Donald Trump, I, re- I, I uh, shared today a clip of Donald Trump. Uh, talking about uh, Russia. This was back from 2017 when he's talking about Russia and he's talking about basically he's like, why is everybody so obsessed with wanting us in a bad state with with Russia? He's like, Russia's got is is, is uh, he didn't say 6,200 nuclear warheads. He said, but Russia is heavily armed with nukes. We're heavily armed with nukes. Is that really? Uh, do we really want to be pushing somebody that and 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 get us into this in, into this standoff over who's got their finger over the button? I'm entirely paraphrasing what he's saying here. He says, "Wouldn't it be a better position? What's wrong with trying to, to find peace and trying to exist peacefully with people in the world? What's wrong with that? It. They don't want it, and you've got to ask yourself why don't they want it? Power and money, because isn't that the driver for everything with the Democrat Party? Power and money, power and money, money and power. They're willing to kill people under the guise of public health and shots for what? Money and power, right? They're willing to kill people indirectly for money and power by unleashing criminals onto the streets like murderers and sexual assaulters, right? That gives them money through power. Right. Everything that they do, the open border, bringing in uh, the intentionally bringing in uh, gang members, human traffickers and enough fentanyl to destroy the country gives them what? Money and power, because if they can have a drugged up society, they want us drugged up. Unable to work, dependent, miserable with our arm out every time they tell us we've got to get, get injected with something. Unable to they want us depressed, desperate. They want our kids miserable in their in in their bodies and being willing to be mutilated all for every bit of its money and power and he's calling around on it that she's a phony because she campaigned as being this local working girl that you know the workers unite you know that she was part of the proletariat group and and she was gonna you know bring along everybody else with her so hat tip to him and he's also right about no one holds you accountable he said, that's what's happening. It's time for you to stand up and realize that what you've been saying has been lies. Let your conscience come through for once. These people have no conscience. These people absolutely have no conscience, but they must be held accountable. And so far, nobody's been willing to do it. We're going to take a break. We come back um, while they're trying to uh, continue the persecution and prosecution of Americans. Trump throwing them in the gulag, all under the guise of some phony insurrection. Where was the real insurrection? And why hasn't the DOJ held anybody accountable for it? Somebody's trying to, and we're going to share that story with you when we come back.
You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Just having a super fun time tonight as we talk about everything from the powers that be trying to manipulate hurricanes to the good old days of uh, uh, sitcoms and family TV. Hey, how about break me off a piece of that Kit Kat? <gasps> oh, great jingle. Yeah. Um, I can th- I can remember slogans more than jingles. Where's the beef? But they would sing that, though. Yeah, they would sing that. That Yeah, that's an actual jingle. Break me off a piece of oh, that wow. Kit Kat bar. Yeah, where's a beef? That was a great that was a great one. Um, any other? Y'all got a jingle you want to share with us? We, should we make people sing the jingle though? If oh, you're most gonna, definitely. If you're gonna call in, you got to sing the jingle. Okay, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Um, what was your? You asked me my favorite theme song of a yes. show. What's yours? There's no words to it, and it's not a sitcom, but it is an eighty show. The theme song to Knight Rider. Who remembers the theme song to Knight right Rider? I'm I my can. Hand. I, well, first of all, I never watched the show. Um, With David Hasselhoff, you yeah, have not seen no, it? No, I wasn't a big fan of the Hoff. Wasn't a big fan of the Hoff. Um, i show you my love of the Hoff. For Christmas, this past Christmas, my best friend got me a Chia Pet, the Hoff. <laughs> that's a good friend. That's a good friend, because that's a friend with a sense of humor. Indeed. All right, that's the best kind of friend. All right, glad to have you guys here with us tonight. Going to read a couple of comments from uh, listeners quickly. Um, best TV shows, oldies, my favorite Martian and welcome back, Cotter. <gasps> welcome back, Cotter. Good one. Welcome back. What's the theme song? Dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. Um, you know, that may be as far as TV show themes. I've heard that used a lot. In the radio. dreams come around. Who would want to? Who would want it back here where we need you? The next time you take a day off, I'm going to find if we can play it, and I'm going to play it for you when you come back. Welcome back, Cotter. Oh, just welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was a great show. I said a ba 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 barino. Remember Vinny Barbarino? I do. <laughs> um, uh, this isn't about theme songs. It says, stop me if you already know. Board meeting explodes in Michigan over LBGTQ books. Uh, Muslim protesters with other parents light at the end of the tunnel. I did not know this. We're going to have to Google this because I actually um, didn't. I was going to talk about this Michigan proposition that's going on with uh, LBGTQ uh, up in Michigan. And now I, I think I'll save that for tomorrow night and I'll research what's going on here. With this uh, board meeting. So, so thank you, listener, for that. Um, all right. Let's keep that. Welcome back, Cotter. Man, that was one of the best theme songs. I was kind of close to it, right? Welcome you were, back. You were pretty close. Dreams were your ticket out. Um, what was the other? Uh, um, what was the? What was the? Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. What was his name? The guy who would always put his hand up to be called on. I'm not Who home. remembers that? 888-344-1170. Okay. And let's not forget about Sunday, Monday, happy days, okay? Oh, yeah. Classic, classic. Okay. Um, who remembers a good old classic time in which... Um, I, how do I segue from that <laughs> to the Supreme Court? Good old classic time. <laughs> um, okay. So just to show you why this whole January 6th thing and why I really wish just to put a cap on last hour talking about what Trump should do with the subpoena, this whole January 6th thing, what an absolute sham and hoax it is. 
Uh, it, and to cover up the, the big lie is not that the election was stolen. The big lie is that it wasn't. The big lie was that it was an insurrection, right? That was the big lie, right? You want to talk about the real insurrection for which nobody has been arrested? It was the insurrection, the illegal activity that involved um, protesting and pressuring the Supreme Court outside of their homes, which is a federal crime. It's a federal crime. In fact, uh, the Heritage Foundation's oversight project has uh, sued the Justice Department today, claiming that the DOJ failed to comply with the Freedom of with Freedom of Information Act request for documents that exp- that explain why it ignored protests outside Supreme Court justices' homes earlier this year, which started, as you know, after the. Uh, draft regarding overturning Roe v. Wade, the Dobbs case was leaked. We still don't have, right? We still don't know who leaked that document, which means they're probably still roaming the court, right? Which means the court is still compromised, right? You going to trust any decision that comes out of there? No, the request, quote, uh, the, uh, from Heritage in their press release today, their request sought documents and communications regarding the recent intimidatory protest carried out by radical abortion supporters outside the homes of Supreme Court justices in the wake of the leaked Dobbs draft decision and later the court's official ruling in the case. The American people deserve to know why Joe Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland not only refused to publicly and unequivocally unequivocally condemn this behavior, but also why they continue not to prosecute or hold accountable those who facially broke the law in an attempt to influence the proceedings of the Supreme Court. Isn't that what this Jan 6 stuff is all about? People being prosecuted because when they, they were attempting to interfere with an official proceeding? Not unlike the skanks that uh, broke into the Capitol when Kavanaugh was had his hearings. Um, we think there are answers to those questions in the documents we have requested, and we have a right by law to those documents. Absolutely. And we have a right as citizens to know. We have a right to know who the leaker was, and we have a right to know what the communications were and why they continue to allow these protests to go on to the degree to where somebody came with the purpose and the plan and the means and the tools to assassinate multiple Supreme Court justices. The lawsuit focuses on the U.S. Code, Section 1507, which makes it illegal to picket or parade, quote, in or near a building housing a court of the United States or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness, or court officer with the intent of influencing the outcome of a case. Heritage notes that Section 1507 has been used <coughs> relatively recently to prosecute protesters who disrupted oral arguments before the Supreme Court. <coughs> Excuse me. Do I have a cough button? You do. Mm. So it uh, Heritage said it requested records from, <coughs> it's super hot in here, <coughs> various offices within the DOJ, including Office of AG, Office of Legal Counsel, the FBI, and the U.S. Marshal Service. You know that FBI? Uh, the same one that's going around, uh, that's spying on Americans in their Facebook messages and uh, using SWAT teams to go and, and intimidate and terrorize people in their homes, yet aren't doing anything to protect the lives of Supreme Court justices or stop terror attacks here in the United States, them. Heritage said, following the leak of the draft decision, radical abortion supporters appear to have violated state and federal law by protesting outside the homes. 
<coughs> of Supreme Court justices. I'm going to have to stop reading. Why don't I go play a clip of somebody who should be impeached? If they're going to impeach Donald Trump for, for holding a peaceful rally, encouraging people to peacefully protest, where is the impeachment or the prosecution of Maxine Waters, who said this back in June um, on the, in front of the Supreme Court? Clip three. You see this coming out here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Mm-hmm. That's not encouragement. Of course, this is the same woman who was at a gas station was telling people, if you see anybody out there, any of these people out there, I'm going to have to start coughing again. Let's play clip four. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. (coughs) Yeah. And if we're going to start impeaching presidents because of rallies... And, and supposed inciting violence, why don't we begin with Joe Biden? Why don't we include him? Why doesn't he get subpoenaed along with Trump to go in and have to answer questions? Let's hear uh, 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 Joe Biden, clip two. It's great to see you. Representative Maxine Waters. Whatever Maxine says, I agree with. All right. So evidently he agrees with the, the like threats the against him. Yeah, he loves it, evidently. Right. You know, he loves to threaten violence, too, especially, you know, towards corn pop and others all right we're going to take a break we come back final segment of tonight's andrea k show got a theme song you want to share with us or a commercial jingle we'd love to hear it 888-344-1170 that's right 888-344-1170 andrea k telling you like it is while eating a donut too it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego Uh, on the january 6th thing i think what uh, president trump should do is uh, not answer, and then uh, maybe a week later, um, just say he's got COVID, and that'll give him another two weeks, <laughs> what have you. And then when they ask, you know, when they ask him to come in again, I just say he's got the flu. Just basically calling sick till the midterms are over. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> thank you, caller. <laughs> that was uh, from our twenty-four hour hotline eight four four eight one four five two two seven. Apparently, Trump was a victim of the, or is going to be a victim of the twin demic. That's yes, the twin demic. Did y'all hear that? Uh, suddenly, the left has found the flu again. The magic medical community has found the flu, and now there it's a cautionary it's been tale. Been in a cave, I think, for two years. He has been in a cave, been hiding out. It's been in remission, and now suddenly, suddenly, it's back. And it's back with a vengeance. Just like you're going to see Halloween ends tonight. It's, it's the thriller series. Is this, uh, this is, this is a Halloween season. We've got the twindemic. Did they make a movie out of it? The flu is back. The flu's back. <laughs> the twindemic. I like that strategy. I got the COVID. They I got the Rona. so serious when they were talking about <clears throat> it on CNN too. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. How dumb do they think we are? Really? You okay. don't want to go outside between now and the election. <laughs> Michael Myers. 
Is that, oh, you is got that the name right? Did I get the name you right? Did. Okay, there you go. So, hopefully, maybe tomorrow night you can give us a review. I would like to do that. Uh, for Friday Fun Day, you can give us a review. Um, if you're still in the studio, because if things go south for the Dodgers tomorrow night during the I, game, I, I you, may might, hide be, in hole you might be hiding in a hole. Okay. Um, I probably should have talked about this earlier in the show. I hate to end on, we'll still try to end on a positive note. Um, there was. <clears throat> A, uh, the jurors did return um, a verdict in sentencing for the Parkland shooter crews down in Florida. And apparently um, there was one, you know, you remember that this was um, Nicholas Cruz uh, had been visited. I don't know how many times. This is a major failure by the FBI, right? Uh, the same FBI, you know, this going, I mean, when was the last time that they protected anybody or stopped a major shooting? I really can't remember. They can't. I mean, seven, this, we can't, I'm not going to talk about this Parkland story and what happened with the jurors uh, without reminding everybody that this kid was visited 20 something times, I think it was, by the FBI, right? Um, they're, they're, they, FBI needs to be dismantled. And that's just one of many, almost every mass shooter was known by the FBI at some point. So this kid, piece of crap went in aided by local law enforcement remember the same thing kind of like uvalde similar situation where some cops stood outside killed um seven he was he pled guilty actually to 17 counts of first degree murder and 17 counts of first degree attempted murder of course it's been over three years he killed 14 students and three staff members at marjorie stoneman douglas um, he was sentenced today to life in prison without parole. One lone holdout refused to grant him the death penalty. And um, this is just, I agree with DeSantis that this is a major miscarriage of justice. Here's what he had to say today in his state. Clip one. Before I get to today's announcement, I just <laughs> want to say uh, one thing um, about uh, this verdict uh, with the Parkland killer. Uh, I think that uh, if you have a death penalty at all, uh, that that is a case where you're massacring those students with premeditation uh, and utter disregard for basic humanity, that you deserve the death penalty. And so the jurors came back. Apparently it was 11 to 1 with one holdout refusing to authorize uh, the ultimate punishment. And that means that uh, this killer is going to end up uh, getting a same sentence of people who've committed bad acts, but acts that did not rise to this level. I just don't think anything else is appropriate uh, except the capital sentence in this case. And so I was very disappointed to see that. I'm also disappointed that we're four and a half years after these killings, and we're just now getting this. You know, they used to do this. He would have been executed in six months. He's guilty. Everybody knew that from the beginning, and yet it takes years and years in this legal system that is not serving the interests of victims. So I was very disappointed to see that. Uh, I've been, um, you know, it's unfortunate circumstances, but I've become friends with a lot of the parents uh, of the victims of Parkland. Of course, we've taken a lot of action in Broward County, getting rid of the sheriff, doing a special grand jury, getting rid of those school board members, and then doing more on school security than any state in the country, three quarters of a billion dollars since I became governor. And, and we were happy to do that. Uh, but, but I think this one is, um, you know, this stings. It was not, mm-hmm. I think, uh, what, we, what we were hoping for. And so I just, it would have been a situation where if that would have gone the correct way, I would have done everything in my power to expedite that process forward. Nevertheless, uh, we are where we are today. But it is All right, let's leave it there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he's absolutely right. Took years that he, he pled guilty. 
Yet it still took years. Jim, and open and shut. Yeah. What is wrong with this one juror on a holdout? This is how far we've gone where our court system is like DeSantis said, and the sentiment of too many Americans in this country is to show sympathy to the to the murderers in this country, the rapists in this country, the sexual assaulters in this country, the child predators in this country instead of the victims. And he's right. He would. And I, I know he would have executed if they, they had come back with the right thing, which was the death penalty. He would have been like, how, you know, um, can we flip the switch tomorrow? I'll come and do it. Right. Or lethal injection. That's what we need. We need we need some. We're not getting any justice in this country. See, he speaks like this, Andrea. And I know we we say why we support Trump if he decides to run right now. It's comments like that that my heart's still with DeSantis. Well, the thing is, is that it's tough because we've got we've got so much focus goes to symptoms of the problem or the most immediate, let's put out a fire over here and we're going to have a million fires to put out if we take control of Congress and certainly if we get the presidency back. But for me, putting out fires is great. Get the economy back going again, cut taxes, regulations, seal the border. Some of that stuff should be you know, done day one, right? Um, but we have got to dismantle the bureaucratic state that is a police state a communist state that has taken us over from within because putting out those fires, because look, Trump put out those fires for four years, greatest economic recovery. And now they're back. And now, and now they're back. And why are they back? Because uh, too much power has been centralized in D.C. Almost every institution is exclusively Democrat and far left Marxist run. And so, you know, and that includes many in the Republican Party. So unless we get rid of the FBI and unless we dismantle the Department of Education and uh, and and, uh, completely route out the DOJ, we have to keep the Justice Department. It's, you know, part of our, you know, three branches, right, uh, of government. We've got the judicial branch. Branch, the executive branch and the legislative branch, um, but w- but we we've got to start. One of the things that Trump was going and 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 Trump versus DeSantis. One of the things I'll say is it's it's almost going to take somebody who's actually been personally persecuted and prosecuted who might actually finally realize yeah. why that has to happen. And DeSantis hasn't been on the receiving end of it yet. He doesn't talk that much about. The deep state. He's great at putting out the fires. He's great at f- pushing back against the wokeness. But I would need to hear more from DeSantis about the necessity to route out the, the deep Fair state. Because I haven't heard that from him. It's not that he wouldn't, because look at what he's dismantling in Florida in terms of the bad stuff there. Okay, tomorrow's Friday fun day. We're going to have movie reviews. We're going to have Bob Walters on education. We're going to have continuing breaking news. We're going to be talking about this disturbing situation in Michigan uh, with children. So come on back tomorrow night. Love you all. Thanks to our listeners, callers, and my guest. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.